Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're watching The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. My guest in studio for this hour is Chase Geyser. You, of course, know him if you've ever watched the show. Well, I'm not around. Chase Geyser is the host of the One American podcast dedicated to exploring American values, politics, and philosophy with political influencers. Chase started the One American podcast because he realized there is a concerted effort to shame America and what it means to be American. At OneAmericanPodcast.com, you'll find conversations with key influencers from different backgrounds and beliefs, but who share one thing in common, the belief that in America, a belief in America, and that America is inherently good. That website, again, is One American Podcast. His Twitter is at Real Chase Geyser. Welcome back to the show, Chase. It's an honor and pleasure to be with you, Harrison. How are you? Very good. And you just told me right before we went live, you actually had Greg Reese on yesterday on your podcast. Is that episode out already? Yep, it's out. You can find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts or watch podcasts, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, anywhere. So just check out. How was it? I mean, Greg Reed. I mean, we plays, but he's not that interesting of a guy, oh, right? Is that he's got the voice of an angel. <laughs> he does. No, he's one of the most fascinating, like, free thinkers out there right now. I'm going to go home and uh, and watch that. But you said one of his clips actually went a little bit viral. Yeah, I haven't checked it this morning, but by the time I went to sleep last night, it was around 250,000 views on TikTok uh, talking about the World's Fair conspiracy. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, hey, Greg Reese is a, uh, he's like a viral sensation, man. Everything he does... Uh, He's pointing to something true, so so people uh, respond to it. Uh, before we get into our conversation, I do want to remind people, since this was just announced, Alex Jones was right, emergency broadcast next Tuesday, January 17th, 8 a.m. to 12 midnight. It'll be a, a money bomb marathon broadcast with amazing guests, breaking news analysis you can watch live, of course, at band.video and infowars.com, but that will be next week, next Tuesday, January 17th, the Alex Jones was right, emergency broadcast. So just want people to, um, to be aware of that. So, Chase, what... Uh, what's on your mind today? Uh, I, there's so much crap. I was kind of in a bad mood this morning because I actually listened to what the liberals were saying about gas stoves. Oh. I'm trying not to talk a lot about gas stoves, but it's just on my mind. I can't stop it. What, what do you think? What's your take on the whole gas stove controversy right now? I'm, get, I'm getting to the point where I think that anything that is anti-fossil fuels is just propaganda at this point. <laughs> right. Honestly, it's doubling it's down. just got to be that, right? Because, and what chef is going <laughs> to not use a gas stove? I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's a far superior way to actually prepare food than any of the alternatives that, as we know it. But I don't know. Why, why is it that these things go viral? I, I have no idea. And then, uh, so, but the problem is that we're stuck in this thing. And again, it's not, I keep saying this, it's not about the gas stoves. We're not talking about gas stoves right now. It's the process that this always takes. The leftists just come up with something ridiculous. Republicans try, or conservatives respond to it, usually in an appropriate way, by mocking it or pointing out how ridiculous it is. And then the leftists point to the Republicans and go, these Republicans are on about gas stoves. What's wrong with them? And it's just mm -hmm. like, how are we ever going to solve any problems when this crisis cycle keeps uh, keeps being initiated by them? They, we can't solve any real problems because we're constantly being bombarded with these made-up problems that they foist on us. How, how do we get out of this cycle? Total hostile takeover. <laughs> that might actually be it. I'm serious. That's what I keep saying. I keep going. You know, when they talk about gas stoves, the only correct response is to laugh in their face and say, shut up and go away. Yeah, arrest I mean, that's them. it, right? Arrest them. Arrest them, exactly. <laughs> Seriously, I though, I mean, that's the thing. It's getting to that point where it's like, what are we going to do with these people? I don't know. I, you can't reason with the unreasonable, right? right? And I think that's sort of been a motif in our politics throughout our entire history, especially the last five years. I mean, there is a total cognitive dissonance going on, a total disconnect. And it just goes to show how unruly and untamable and crazy the political dynamic is today, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it, it sort of sucks. We, we have a lot to talk about here, but what I want to do is actually open up phone lines because I just want to make this sort of a, a nice conversation. So if you want to call in and uh, talk about whatever you want uh, with Chase and I, go ahead and give us a call. The number to dial is one 789 2539 Give us a call right now. We'll be taking your calls throughout this hour on the American Journal, one 789 2539 I thought you'd be interested in this story, Chase. I'm not sure if you've had a, a chance to see this. I just I caught it right before we went uh, on air today. But nullification, the story is uh, this, nullification of Illinois AWB begins. So this, uh, essentially the Illinois House passed a Senate version of the uh, AWB, which I'm, I can't remember what that stands for, but it's a, it's a gun control bill. Mm. Um, and so they passed this uh, gun control bill, basically eviscerating the Second Amendment. And now you've got um, like local office holders and sheriffs all around Illinois nullifying it and announcing that they will not be uh, enforcing these bills. House Bill 5471, which includes a gun ban, gun regist registry, and generally infringes on the rights of citizens. House Bill 5471 was passed by the Illinois Senate on January 9th and expected to pass the Illinois House on January 10th and be signed into law by Governor Pritzker. And now the Illinois uh, sheriffs are saying, yeah, it's pretty clear this is not constitutional and we will not be enforcing this, which is wonderful to see. Did you ever think you'd actually see nullification uh, taking place in uh, in your lifetime. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, it's interesting because I grew up in Illinois, and the you know every every society has a zeitgeist, right? A spirit of the times, mm -hmm. and the vibe in Illinois is very much. We're never gonna fix this. It's just gonna get worse, mm. like everywhere else, right? And when you say Illinois to anyone who's not from Illinois, they just think Chicago. Yeah, which corruption. Is true yeah, because Chicago does run the entire state. But that being said, the vast majority of people in Illinois are by no means leftists. I mean, mm. it's it's a small town state. Right. And if you look at the way that the gubernatorial races turn out, it's like every single county's red except Cook County, right? Right. Even in Mad Men, uh, uh, there's there's a, there's a famous scene um, uh, uh, where the owner of the ad agency is like, "Oh, and Nixon would have won too if every corpse in Cook County didn't vote for JFK." Right. It's, <laughs> it's that. That's how long this has been going that's on. That's how yeah, long yeah. this has been going on. But if you wanna if you wanna really do, go down the rabbit hole, and I won't say more than this on Pritzker, why don't you look up his connection with Stratton Oakmont? That's the Wolf of Wall Street's uh, investment firm back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Look up Pritzker's connection with Stratton Oakmont. Interesting. Okay, all right, we'll take, the, we'll take that little hint. I won't press you on that uh, too much. So here's the, um, this is a proclamation from the County Board of the County of Adams, state of Illinois, in opposition to House Bill 5522 and in support of the Second Amendment. They say, whereas this, uh, there is legislation pending in the state of Illinois, that being HB 5522 and HB 5471 and SB 2226, and uh, whereby they desire to restrict the individual right of U.S. citizens as protected by the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. Whereas the right of the people to keep and bear arms is guaranteed as an individual right under the Second Amendment, the United States Constitution, and under the Constitution of the state of Illinois. So essentially, it sounds like they're just saying, it doesn't matter what you people say in, in Chicago or wherever, you know, you're making these laws in Illinois, you are superseded by the United States Constitution. Again, like, is this... Is this the rumbling? Like, are we in pre-Civil War, like, nullification, where it's not states versus other states? It's, like, the power centers of states versus the rural counties of that state? I mean, what do you see this being reflective of in, uh, in wider American politics? You know, what's interesting to me, as you were reading that, just read, read one of the names of, of the bills, HB. Or HB 5522. 5522. So that means there was a 5521 and right. a 5520. <laughs> 
I mean, that's like 5,500 laws, right? <laughs> right? Every year, it gets up to an astronomically high number. I, that's what's most offensive to me. It should be like <laughs> HB 17. Right, right, right. Right. And so I, I just think that we have a situation in which, whether it's state government or federal government, it's inherently designed to exacerbate itself right. and expand as much as possible, similar to like a star in the sky until it explodes on itself and then becomes a black hole of death. Right, right. <laughs> no, that that's so true. And, uh, that's why I always point out, like, that there should be, there's got to be some sort of law that's, like, attempted tyranny. Because what's going to happen is, even if they pass a gun control law, and even if, you know, we go through the process of stopping it somehow, they'll just be back next year with a new law, slightly tweaked to make it, you know, more palatable. But they, they don't stop trying to tyrannize us. How do we stop them finally? Total hostile takeover. You're right, right. We went over this, I remember now. <laughs> that's accurate. But seriously, I mean, that, it really is getting to that point. Because, and we talked about the, um, the World Health Organization, the, the pandemic treaty i mean it doesn't matter what it is they try to impose it if you fight back and succeed they're just going to come back the next month and, and try it again it's just i'm sick of this cycle yeah well on a serious note it it seems that throughout our history as a nation the only thing that has ever worked has been civil disobedience right it doesn't have to be violent non-violent disobedience of unjust laws and until we get to a point where the pain that we feel is great enough to do that, this is just going to get worse. Dang, that's such a good point. You're right. And, of course, that's where, you know, the creature comforts come in and, hey, just lull the people back into complacency with drugs and Netflix. I mean, that is literally their plan, and you see how well it's working because they're doing this stuff. More on the other side with Chase Geyser. We'll be taking your phone calls. OneAmericanPodcast.com on Twitter at RealChaseGeyser. Go follow him. A great Twitter follow, by the way. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Welcome back. We have our NPR music for you here to lull you into a state of uh, complacency so we can take advantage of you. Just kidding. We're not the government media. We're InfoWars. And remember, folks, you can support us by going to InfoWars.com and InfoWarsStore.com. You can donate directly to us. That's the most effective and efficient way to do it. Uh, but you can also, of course, purchase one of our incredible supplements and see the power that nature has for you, simply unleashed by our ingredients and our, and our supplements and everything. It really is incredibly powerful stuff. You hear people call in almost every single day uh, saying what these supplements have done for him. They've changed their lives. They've helped them lose weight or you know get rid of persistent pain, all sorts of crazy stuff. You really have to find out what it does for you by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Even if you're not going to buy anything, just just peruse around and see, you know, read the, read the ingredients list and see whether it's right for you. And, of course, you can donate to us. And at the very least, we so appreciate when you click the links, share them, share them to your friends, download the videos, re-upload re them on your platforms, whatever you can do to help us spread the word and stay on air. We appreciate it more than we can possibly say. Infowarsstore.com. Go there today. My guest in studio is Chase Geyser, host of the One American podcast, at Real Chase Geyser on Twitter. I completely forgot what we were going to talk about when we uh, came back on. Actually, we're going to take calls. That's what we were going to do. A lot of very interesting callers calling in today. We might just go straight down the list. We'll start with line number one, Sean in California. Road Warrior Hawk Stove Michael Cargill Reversal. I don't know what that means, Sean, but thank you so much for calling in. You are on the air with myself and Chase Geyser. Good morning, Harrison and Chase. I don't know who you're talking about this, Sean. This is Road Warrior Hawk. And we all know I gave my life to Jesus. And from heaven, me and Animal went down to hell. And we took the sight of the Grim Reaper. We used it for a toothpick. We slapped Satan a new shade of red. And then we said, what's next? And we looked for his followers. And we said, it's the miserable liberals. 
They confuse a meth stove for methamphetamine. They don't get it. They don't have a clue. So we decided instead of snacking on danger and dining on death, we'd go and get back into the real world and use the real red pill for an extra pump in the ring, just like when Alex Jones punks Piers Morgan. And we have a mindset when we're fighting the liberals, just like anyone out of Chicago needs to have. Oh, what a rush! <laughs> How you doing, Chase? How you doing? <laughs> Thank you hey, for your service. Very good. You're, is your voice all right, Sean? That that sounds like it hurt. Uh, it feels great. That's the mindset. What a rush! <laughs> That's how we're getting them this week. Hey, you know, Baked Alaska, he needs to hang in there. We're praying for him. We're working for him. And I am going to say something. I was impressed with Michael Cargill's work down in Texas this week with that bump stock band. But I looked up that... Uh, chevron deference and there's kind of a twist in there it's if you're in a business a corporation you can kind of set the rules for the business that the government hasn't they'll look to the business as a standard so guys we're using our knowledge about the second amendment responsible gun ownership and things like that to set uh, a counter move against the people who would want to take our right to bear arms but i then thought to myself wouldn't this mean that those jerks at Pfizer could twist that and use that on us as the quote-unquote mm. medical experts? And in a way, haven't they been doing it? So the thing I'm looking at, guys, we always got to be alert. We got to keep pushing. And, hey, if you ain't enjoying this battle, you ain't enjoying this, then you ain't in the info wars. You are, you're on the sideline. Get motivated, people. Get that real red pill. Support InfoWarsStore.com. Uh, you got anything else, Harrison, or is that about a good rap for you? Amen, brother. <laughs> that was that, that was excellent. Thank you very much for that. Uh, I want, to ask, I want to ask Chase about this. I don't know if you saw this, but the, the video of the guy, he shot a person who was robbing the taqueria and, mm. uh, in Houston, shot the guy, took him down. He was an armed robber, and now that guy is being uh, faced with a grand jury. He's been, he's been ordered to face a grand jury. Here's the, the video of it happening, but uh, concealed carry. I know you're a big proponent of the, the Second Amendment, one of the reasons why you, you moved from uh, California to Texas to ensure yeah. you had that basic yeah. human right. Uh, w- what are your thoughts about, about this, especially the way that nowadays it seems like you're either victimized by a criminal or you defend yourself and you then get victimized by the justice uh, system? I mean, yeah. uh, again, short from hostile takeover, how do, we, how do we deal with this in the time being? Well, that's the first time I've seen that clip, but that looks to me like a fair and speedy trial. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, why is the guy in trouble? Did he did he shoot him again in, in the head after he was down? I think he yeah, I think he shot That's him while he was problem. down, and that That's and that problem. was the issue. But again, it's yeah. like he didn't put himself in this situation. No, I understand, but right? I mean, it just looks it just comes off very executioner. I'm, and I'm not saying he's guilty. I think he did the right thing. He probably saved people, or at least saved saved. Uh, there was a serious risk of you know threat to their life right in that store. So. Yeah, but you can't shoot somebody while they're down, man. You can get in trouble for that. Yeah, and but I don't again, you, I don't know whether you should be able to or not, but. I don't know. Maybe he was worried that he was going to shoot from the ground or something, and that's why. Yeah, if the guy, guy's still moving or something. I just think, you know, you you get a gun pointed at your face, and your adrenaline starts pumping. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, you know, you I think, you, I think you get about a five-minute window where you can act a little bit, you know, out of sorts right. before you, you know, be held to account for it. Uh, but interesting stuff. Thank you so much for the call, Sean. Let's go to Clown Car in New York City. You have a, a question for Chase. Thanks so much for calling in Clown Car. You're on the air. Good morning. you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. All righty. Good morning. Uh, Chief, I was just wondering, what was your political stance before getting into interviewing and being part of uh, InfoWars? Yeah, great question. Like, 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 uh, Harrison, like Harrison voted for Obama. Where were your political stance back in the day? 
I've been right wing since high school when I read The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. So I've always been leaning this way. Um, when I was in college, I was actually the uh, head of students for Ron Paul at my university. I was a big Ron Paul guy uh, in 2012, 2000, yeah, 2012. Um, and I can't remember who I voted for in the past elections in terms of the primaries, um, but it was never a Democrat. And I always voted for the conservatives for the White House in the general elections for sure. Did you ever think about running for yourself? Uh, no, I've not given that much thought. I was student body president in my college, though. So shout out to Belmont University. I'm sure you'd be very pleased you have your uh, university name mentioned on InfoWars. I had a great experience. It was very expensive. And I don't use my education for anything that I do. <laughs> Does that answer your question, Clonkar? It does. Uh, Harrison, I want to give you congratulations on your latest uh, skit. It's very awesome, and you need to do more of them. Keep it up, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And thank you for reminding everybody I voted for Obama. I, I, I love having that uh, hanging over my head all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that nice? Thank you so much, Klonkar. Uh, we'll, we'll go to, uh, to more of your uh, calls in just a second. I feel like I need to. I feel like I need to address this uh, from Clown Car because I feel like you, you were always on the right. I was always on the right, despite voting for Obama. But I voted for Obama for a lot of the same reasons that I then went on to vote for Trump. He talked about ending wars. He, right. he talked about so much of the same like stuff. Snowden. Snowden was the same way. He thought Obama was going to end the deep state and right. protect whistleblowers, and it just didn't pan out that way. And, it, and when it didn't pan out that way, I decided I had been tricked. I had been lied to. I didn't continue to support the person who I realized was deceiving me the entire time, which I think is a, is a key difference. It's okay if you're liberal. It's okay if you're leftist. You know, I understand that impulse, but when you realize that that instinct of yours to want to help people and do good is being turned against you and weaponized against you, you got to wake up and realize that you, you've been tricked. So, but you, you sounds like you haven't been tricked. You were a Ron Paul boy from way back. Yeah, I would say that I was tricked and that I actually had faith in the establishment. Uh -huh. I, I used to be a hardline sort of Republican, and I, I wouldn't dare call myself a Republican today. I, in fact, when I get hate on Twitter, people say, you Republican scum or whatever, I just say, how dare you call me a Republican? <laughs> and they call me a Republican insurrectionist, and I'll say, how dare you call me a Republican? <laughs> right, right. right. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. The accusation. <laughs> that's, a, that's hilarious. We're all going through a process of learning and discovery, uh, but, but honestly, you know, it doesn't matter... It almost doesn't even matter what you, you know, declare yourself politically. As long as you love humanity and want humanity to thrive and not be under a global government, you're on our side. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. Next Tuesday, we'll be doing the Alex Jones Was Right emergency broadcast. Just think about all the things that Alex Jones was right about. I mean, just It's never-ending, from the Iraq War to the Patriot Act that we're now experiencing, the long-foretold, you know, obvious occurrence that would happen once they passed that law, it would be turned against the American people. Alex Jones called it all the way back then. People were calling him a communist, <laughs> a, a liberal idiot. No, he was just an American that actually understood the rights, privileges, and, and everything else that comes along with being an American. So folks, if you've been watching us, congratulations, because you also have been right. We are on the right side of history. We have been proven correct over and over and over again, and we refuse to back down regardless of how much our enemies would want that. Uh, I'm joined in studio by Chase Geyser, oneamericanpodcast.com, at realchasegeyser on Twitter. And, of course, he's uh, sat in for me several times on this program when I'm uh, out of town. It's very nice to know I can uh, leave the show in, in capable hands. Uh, what's your experience hosting an InfoWars show? It's been an awesome experience, and I've learned so much throughout the process because the first time that I did one of your, one of your segments here, I 
had never done anything like it before because my podcast is all interview based. Mm. And so to, to monologue for three hours, you, you learn a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And you, you basically you basically have to open up your inner voice, right? The things that I say to myself all day, I just started saying to the audience. Right, right. It was really fun. But on the Alex Jones was right side of things, I had a very interesting Alex Jones was right experience this week. Okay. I, um, I made a, a video of Alex's broadcast from um, September 12th, 2001. Yep. And I posted it on all my platforms this week. And I think on Instagram, it's gotten over 800,000 views. It's Whoa. real. You know, it's just one minute long. But YouTube took it down. Right. And they said that they took it down because you can't post content from a banned person on the platform. So this is content that was created before YouTube even existed. Right. Right. It was content that existed while Alex was allowed to be on YouTube for years. Right. Right. And it wasn't even, it was him in, in the video, but I cut it together. So it was completely original content that just had him in it. And they took it down. So it's like, why can you pick certain, why, why can certain clips of Alex still be on YouTube, but not others? And it was because this one just really pissed off. So so they literally have a ban on his visage, his person, like what? That's what you, they told me on appeal. Yeah. Really? So do you as think? Long, as long as it's depicted in a flattering light. Right. That's You're, the thing. True, right. true. Yeah. News reports that are slamming him. The Young Turks can talk about him. CNN right. can talk about him. They're but, vicious. But that's, that's amazing. I mean, what do you think? Do you think they have like a voice recognition thing? Do you think they have a facial recognition it's probably facial recognition. they might have facial or voice but you know i i used his name in the tags uh, of the video so they could just have a sort of a a, a sweeper that goes yeah, through yeah. And, and finds that but it's but you know you're right if it's flattering it's definitely they're definitely more antagonistic toward it but you can find clips of alex from his show that are neither antagonistic or, or, or um, you know, flattering. Right, just without context. Right, it's just like him the, talking. Like yeah. uh, we're being invaded by South American walruses clip is still on YouTube. <laughs> right, right, right. That's right. Um, or, you know, Turning the Frogs Gay, of course, is the most, like, one of the most famous yeah, yeah. in the show. And that's still, you can still find other clips of him doing his show. And they just wanted to take me down because I had a sweet, you know, one minute long short that showed how right he was about everything that was going to happen over the next 20 years. Yeah, no, totally amazing. That's the, what you should have done was, you know, post it with the title like, look how stupid Alex Jones is. Look how dumb this prediction is, everyone. <laughs> that's, I think that's the tactic people should take. In fact, if our audience wants to do that, go, go download Alex Jones clips and make an alternative personality where you hate Alex Jones and you're just talking about how stupid he is but you're secretly just showing everybody all of his clips. I think that's a, these are the types of tactics we have to take on in the info war, the gorilla, the gorilla warfare behind the scenes. All right, let's go back out to your phone calls. We have Robin in North Carolina. I don't understand what this, mean, this means. I asked our call screener. He also didn't understand what this means. Gas stoves are like squirrels, Robin. Ex explain this well, for me. <laughs> thank you very much for having me on, Harrison. And thank you, Chase. By the way, um, I would like to say, who is John Galt? Mm. Although Fountainhead's my favorite, uh, you got to say that we're living in Atlas Shrugged right now. Mm. Um, as far as gas stoves are like squirrels, I would challenge you that here in North Carolina countryside, we have an abundance of squirrels. And have you ever walked your dog in an, in an area so abundant with critters and proud that your pet is obeying every heel and good boy encouragement. Then a squirrel runs in front of you and stops and chatters, then runs again, laughing. There goes all that good training down the drain. Mm. Your good boy has his pride, and let's just say it's like the races, and they're off. 
Right. And that's what I mean. I mean, the Republicans bite this every time. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what's so sad. It never changes. The, the deep states succeeded in hypnotizing and dumbing down the average populace. So they just have to enact the control program, let's say. Yeah. It's yeah. just too easy. Yeah, it's it, but it's like it's like we're in this damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of situation, right? Because if you just ignore them, if they go, you know, gas stoves are bad for you, and you go, okay, weirdo, shut up, go away, we're doing real business here. They're just gonna like start passing laws. They're go, like they're attacking oh, us yeah. with this stuff, right? So like we can't just ignore it because they're they're no, actually trying to change the laws. We have to, laugh at, we have to we laugh, have laugh at them. We have to laugh back at we 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 gotta do memes about this stuff. We gotta put it back in their face. And say, now we're not going to tolerate this. But you don't bite and go with their programming. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's a good point. Th thank you for the call. Speaking of being hypnotized, the crew, I don't know how the crew does this. Like a caller mentioned squirrels. Suddenly they have an entire montage of squirrels in the gas stove. It's just let's hear it for the for the American Journal uh, crew, Bravo. ladies and gentlemen. They have some very specific uh, talents that are only useful here. Uh, <laughs> but no, again, so, and it's like, and now we're stuck in it, right? So now talking about the fact that everybody's talking about the fact that their the gas stove crap is happening. Now we're talking about the gas. So like, is there any way that we, like, do we just not talk about this? Do we mock it? I feel like Robin's like a like an old grizzled veteran, like picking yeah. up their rifle one more time out to the out to the fields to engage in meme warfare. Do we have to keep doing this? Oh, well, it's it's it reminds me of uh, the the recent stories of of Joe Biden having classified documents from when he was vice president. I'm like, okay, yeah, technically that was hypocritical, but how about the fact that he laundered money through Ukraine through Metabiota right uh, it, you know in order to line his own pockets using DOD contracts or how about the fact that he basically blackmailed Ukraine into firing the prosecutor that was looking into Burisma or how about the fact that he took inappropriate showers with his daughter in her own handwriting in his diary or how about the fact that he knew his son was sexually abusing his other relative underage and <laughs> and, and, and and he covered it up which right. is against Delaware law right and you could just name all the other things that he's done that have been absolutely corrupt and it's like but you're talking about the documents that he had i mean like the worst part about the fact that he had these documents in his garage is you're not supposed to have flammable objects <laughs> next to a meth lab <laughs> right <laughs> you know hunter was cooking meth in the garage right so i don't know i i, I think yeah it's we we get distracted with these small <laughs> hypocrisies when the greater crimes just go totally unnoticed it's like the guy should have been in jail 10 15 years ago right no i get i get exactly what you're saying and that's why that's why i feel like a cynic when it's like something some you know republican does something like mildly good i'm like it's not good enough we need more these people are criminals these right. people are engaged in genocide with the vaccines like it's not enough to just like have a snarky comeback on twitter to these people so everybody else you know oh good we're launching an investigation into this it's just like i'm not going to be happy till the hostile takeover happens i like that terminology i'm gonna start using that from now total on total hostile takeover total hostile takeover what yeah, it'll be hostile. Yeah, I was going to say we could do a Pete, but no, no, that that uh, opportunity has has flown out the window for um, a peaceful revolution. They have made such a thing impossible. Folks, we'll be back on the other side with more of your phone calls and more from Chase Geyser. Again, you can follow Chase on Twitter at Real Chase Geyser. You can support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. 
Uh, you can stay stay tuned until Tuesday for the Alex Jones is Right emergency broadcast, but don't wait until then to lend us your support. Know that we are fighting all day, every day, for the fate of humanity and the mere existence of this once great country. Support us in this mission by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Give us the ammo we need to prosecute this information war. Oh my gosh, we're, we're already at the uh, final segment here. I had no idea. Here you see the InfoWars crew uh, dutifully loading red pill after red pill for sustained bombardment into the mind control masses of the globalist forces. Alex Jones was right. That's the name of the emergency broadcast that will be going live next Tuesday. It'll start with this show at 8 a.m. and continue on late into the evening to at least 12 midnight with amazing guests, breaking news analysis, and of course, uh, just a celebration of all the things Alex Jones has been right about over the years. My guest in studio this hour is Chase Geyser. We're taking your calls, just making a sort of a, a roundtable discussion, getting you guys' input, and sometimes your um, uh, impressions of uh, 1980s professional wrestlers. Whatever people want to call in and do, we're here for it. Uh, let's go now to Savox in Seattle. And again, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Savox in Seattle. You're on the air. Yes, sir. I'm out. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. And you're the uh, you're right. the musician, right? We we've shared your music before. Yes, sir. So uh, remember, you just said it. It's it's mind control, mind control. So I want to remind people that we can fight Sing this it. war with with art, with music, with comedy. Like Alex Stein, he's getting a little more serious now, but he's such a good comedian. We 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 gotta do whatever we can with our talent. To wake people up, if we cannot present the news just like like you guys, the the good job you do, then use uh, any other talent. Uh, we we translate the videos, we post them, and 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 our Telegram channels. We reach thousands of people, and we've been doing it for the love of the of the truth. That's right. what that's what it is, the love of the truth. But uh, but we gotta take action. We cannot just be sitting down and watching Infowars all day and do nothing. Besides buying the product. Besides, uh, you know, telling people to go to Banda Video and all that, we got to do it ourselves, be on the street, get a loudspeaker and, and start playing these shows, do the, the projector thing, do the little, uh, go to the Bill and Melinda Gates and project some Bill Gates clips there. And I don't know, it's just it's just one idea, but I want to remind people that uh, to go to my channel, if you can, check that song, Mind Control cover in Spanish, Spanish version. And I uh, hope you like it. It's a, it's a demo version, so right, there give, you go, give, guys. Give people the name of your channel. It's if you go on YouTube or Telegram, Savox X with an uh, X like X Men, X A V S and Victor X A V O X. It's a green logo, and you'll find songs. You'll find uh, Greg Reese's reports in in Telegram. You'll you'll find articles and all that good stuff for your Latino friends that can, that might not speak English. So that's a good way to reach people. That's absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I, I could not agree with you more. Uh, Chase, I know you're really uh, good at this, sort of just making the most out of the talents that you have and also developing them. You do a lot of like uh, social media um, work for other big companies and stuff. And it's something that literally everybody, everybody listening right now, you can go on to some website, take a tutorial, learn how to learn a skill of some sort. And once you have that skill, put it to work, either making you money so you can build a life for yourself or put it to work in the, in the efforts of the info war. But what's your, what's your um, advice for people, especially young people who see what's going on, they want to do something, but they just don't know what to do yet? That's a great question. And I think that we have a tendency as human beings 
to want to hyper prepare or for whatever it is that we're faced with, right? Mm. Whether it's a test or a career, we're always inclined to prepare, 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 prepare instead of act. And I think it was General Patton who famously said, a, a good plan today is better than a perfect plan next week. Right. And so my advice is just get started. If you want to start a podcast, don't worry about whether or not you have the perfect camera or the perfect mic or the perfect software. Just do podcasts and you'll pivot along the way until you get to the point that you have the setup you want. I can't tell you how many different times I've rearranged the room that I do my podcast in because I wanted different backgrounds or how many different cameras I've tested or how many different microphones I've tested uh, since I started. And had I not been willing to begin before it was perfect, then I never would have started. So that would be my advice is just start now. Don't stop. That, that's such good advice. I mean, every single person has in their hands a camera and an audio recorder and technology that I would have killed for in middle school. I mean, I'd be walking around with like a, you know, a VHS tape and a camcorder just trying to film stuff. Now everybody has the ability to make things. And that's such a, an important lesson that I had to learn at InfoWars that I learned from Alex Jones because I'm the same way. I'm a perfectionist. I want everything to be t t just in order. And then we start the plan. I don't want to start until I know how it's going to end. That's the way I am. And then I come to work at InfoWars and I'm like, hey, Alex, I have this idea. And he'll just be like, do it, do it, go do it now. And it's just like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing this now. And, and it works out. So it's just like, that was something I had to learn from Alex Jones. It's just like, stop planning, just do it, just do the thing and it'll work out. And it's uh, such an important lesson. Very, very good advice. Let's go to, um, who do you want to, do you want to go Jefferson or Hobbs? He's two of my favorite callers. Let's do Hobbs. He's first in queue. All right, Hobbs from Nebraska. You want to talk about uh, some psyops here. I know you usually like to talk about a lot of things. Let's keep it to, to one comment just so we can get some, some more callers. Hobbs from Nebraska, you are on the air. Hey, good morning, Harrison. Good morning, Chase. Good morning, Info Warriors. It's your boy Hobbs, and favorite libertarian podcaster. Uh, yeah, I'll just go to the, to the easiest one uh, on my list there. It's uh, the fact that constitutional carry may be coming to Nebraska this legislative session. Uh, the name of the bill is LB77, and we had it on the docket last year, but it was killed, unfortunately, at the insistence of the Lincoln and Omaha Police Department. So. If you live in Nebraska, anybody out there listening, or if you know somebody who lives in Nebraska, the best thing that you can do to help this bill pass this year is to contact your local sheriff's department or your local police department and have them write an official letter in support of it and then send it up the chain. You can probably contact the Libertarian Party of Nebraska. We've uh, been working on this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, hand it in to them and, and we'll get it to where it needs to go. Awesome. I love it. Just grassroots activism, activism at the, the local level. Uh, Chase, what's your, what's your take on this? Because I love this. All, all these callers are calling in with, like, stuff you can actually do. So, you know, getting involved at the, at the local level, uh, what would be step one for that, uh, for, for you, Chase, in that? Well, the traditional way is to knock on doors and make phone calls. And mm. nobody wants to do that, but that's, that's the best way to have political movement at a local level. However, I do think that there's something to be learned from the sort of contemporary age of social media and what can be done um, from, frankly, Andrew Tate and from Steve Bannon. Mm. So Steve Bannon often uses the expression, we're building an army of the awakened, right? And Andrew Tate set up perhaps the most famous and successful business model mm -hmm. for incentivizing the mass propagation of all of his content, where you couldn't cancel him because there were hundreds, if not thousands of accounts that were incentivized to publish his content. And I think what we need to do long-term, and this is something that I'm trying to figure out how to structure myself, is 
set up the tools and resources and incentives for people to post viral content constantly from all angles. We have to think in terms of guerrilla warfare. I think Sun Tzu right. famously said, never fight a stronger enemy head on, mm. right? Which is why I never argue with my wife. And <laughs> what you have to do in those cases is you have to, you have to sort of attack from all angles unexpectedly, hit and run, hit and run. I mean, it's just like the movie The Patriot was famous for, for showing how effective sure. guerrilla warfare can be against, you know, the world's strongest empire at the right. time, right? And so I think if we want to make political change, you have to consider yourself in or, uh, a member, a soldier in the army of the awakened, and you just have to figure out how to make content that goes viral and just push it, push it, push it constantly. Get everybody else to do it. Pull clips of Alex Jones. Find one minute that's just gold, 30 seconds that's gold. Cut it the right, crop it the right way. Make the sound the right way. Put the right music to it. Pump it. Find the right hashtags. There are apps for this. There are tools for this. And if we have an army of the awakened, then they won't be able to cancel us because it's decentralized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decentralized guerrilla army of information warriors. That is exactly what we need. Uh, we'll go to one more phone call. Jeff's in from Virginia. I did. I invoked your name, so we'll go to you quickly. We only have about a minute left, so quickly, what's your comment? Jefferson from Virginia. You're on the air with Harrison and Chase. Chase Geyser and Harrison Smith, what's up Friday? Good to see you. Hey, uh, what's the over and under on uh, Kevin McCarthy becoming president in the uh, next six months? What do you think? I would not I would not place a bet on that, sir. What do you think? I think he's one heartbeat and one lithium-ion battery away. <laughs> <laughs> one one <laughs> breakdown of the droid uh, versus one, you know, fatal collapse from uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, yeah, I don't – I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, but I guess he's third in line now, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, new era of McCarthy. I never even thought about that. I don't know why Trump didn't go for the speakership. I think that would have been a brilliant thing. No, well, You're looking places. forward to that too. They, they could still switch places. If, if, if they have to replace Kevin McCarthy in the speakership, he could be next in the speakership. And then Kevin could resign anytime he wanted to. They could do, they could do a little switcheroo. You can have Mar-a-Lago. I'll take the house. <laughs> you can have my house. I'll take yours. They would, they would flip out. I think it would be such a great thing. Man, this hour has absolutely flown by. I wish we had uh, more time. But you can always get more of Chase Geyser on the One American Podcast. That's oneamericanpodcast.com. His Twitter at RealChaseGeyser. Uh, Running out of time here. I, I, again, I just wish we could talk more about this. But follow Chase on Twitter. He'll be back, I'm sure, in studio or uh, for me when I'm, when I'm sick, you know, one of these days. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, Chase. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Always very fun. Ho uh, hope you enjoyed it, folks. Please do go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us and keep us on the air. I don't know what this ominous music is. It's Friday the 13th. Stay safe, everybody. And please do go to InfoWarsStore.com. Alex Jones is right. Emergency broadcast this Tuesday. Just wait. Corrine in Massachusetts. You're on the air. Thanks for calling. Honored to be talking with you, Alex. I've been listening since 2016, and I am a financial supporter ever since. Thank you. I'd like to promote your nitric oxide product. I actually market a competitor for 20 years. I've done over $30 million in that product, so I know a little bit about nitric oxide. It is, according to the Nobel Prize in Medicine, 1998, it is the key signaling molecule to the 
entire cardiovascular system and it is used by every single cell in the human body. And the reason that we can't generate as much as we get older is because the lining of the arteries, the endothelial lining, gets damaged and that's where it gets generated. So when you're taking nitric oxide, all the other products that your listeners are taking work better because it's like putting a pump in a fish tank. Everything circulates. It regulates the whole arteries and the arterial system. So I would have every one of your listeners add that product and all the other products are going to work better and they're going to protect those ACE receptors. Absolutely. But it's Nitric Boost from InfoWars MD, the new product line. This is a clone that the company authorizes to do it. Private label by us of one of the top selling Nitric Boost products in the country. Already tested, already loved, already five-star reviewed. We're now able to private label it. Hope everybody gets Nitric Boost available at InfoWarsStore.com under the InfoWars MD line of products, and then it funds the InfoWar a 360 win. Everybody should get Nitric Boost today. You're watching the American Journal with Harrison Smith. <laughs> the Alex Jones Show. This is the War Room with Owen Schroyer. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world.